Hi, I'm Don Janice. Welcome to Authentic Living. So recently I've been dealing with some neck issues and I just found out that they're actually neck issues. Before I thought it was something wrong with my arm because my arm would go numb from my shoulder all the way down to my fingertips. To make a long story short, it is my neck. They sent me to a spine doctor who sent me to a neurosurgeon who then sent me to PT physical therapy in the interim before surgery. While I've been at physical therapy, I met the most amazing young woman. She's a physical therapy intern currently, and she's finishing up her program. She was here for nine weeks, and I had the pleasure of being one of her patients while she was here in Gilbert, Arizona. She lives in Minneapolis. So this young lady's name is Sydney Cast. She has an incredible story. She actually is from my home state, North Dakota. She went to college at my alma mater, the University of North Dakota, where I got my undergrad degree. And we also have something else in common. She was in a pageant, but she actually won. She won Miss North Dakota two years ago, traveled the United States, competed in the larger pageant, which was the Miss America pageant. And her story and her authenticity shows through. She's amazing. Stay tuned and meet the beautiful and authentic Sydney Cast. Thank you so much, John. Thank you for having me. Well, it's our honor to have a former Miss North Dakota and Miss um, America pageant participant. Tell us about your journey to that place. Tell us who you are and where you came from and where you're going. Yeah, absolutely. So my entire journey is way different than most people's. I have never competed in pageants before. I never planned on doing it. And it was more so, an, I always tell people, it was an accident, in, but a blessing in disguise sort of thing. So I am from Minot, North Dakota, and that's something Don and I connect on, is we're both North Dakota girls. And it's, you know, home is where the heart is. And that's what I always say about North Dakota. But I got into pageantry when I was, it wasn't until I was in college. And a lot of people, you know, you see toddlers and tiaras and all these things growing up, being surrounded by it. No one in my family was in it until I competed. And the, the reason I did was because I wanted to be involved in scholarship opportunities. That's exactly what it was that got me to really take that leap of faith and be like, sure, why not? And so I competed for Miss Norse's Fest, which was basically, I compare it to competing in regionals before you go to state. You have to get a regional title, which was Miss Norse's Fest for me to go to Miss North Dakota. And I competed at Miss North Dakota and got top 10 my first year, which was amazing because, again, I didn't know, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, but I took that chance and I really learned a lot about myself and a lot about how to work with other people. And so once I started PT school, I had the opportunity to do that preliminary thing again and compete at the state level. And luckily, my professors at my college were totally willing to allow me to do this along with being a PT student. So I went and I competed and I told them, you know, don't worry, I'll be back on Monday. I'll just, you know, try to get a, a good seed, some good scholarship and I'll be back. Well, 
lo and behold, I ended up winning Miss North Dakota that day and it changed my life forever. I went from kind of, you know, just doing my own thing and going to school and minding my own business to now a public figure. And I had so many opportunities through this role that have really shaped who I am and have allowed me to succeed to the level that I have. That's just beautiful. Uh, I love that you started off with Miss Who's Best. And now Mm -hmm. most people listening aren't going to know what that means. No. Can you please (laughs) explain? Because I know what that means, but please explain. Yes. Yes. So there's a Scandinavian festival that happens every year in Minot, North Dakota, which is my hometown. And it is a festival about Scandinavia and heritage. And it's an opportunity for people of all nationalities to learn from and and grow from and be able to just express yourself on a, you know, a heritage realm. And it was, it's something that's near and dear to my family because we're Norwegian and it, it just gives you the opportunity to kind of thank your ancestors. Yes, absolutely. I was looking at your pictures. Um, Of course I did Google you and I looked at all your photos. (laughs) Of course, of course. (laughs) I saw you you as Miss Who's Fest and I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have that total look, that total Scandinavian princess look. Oh, yeah. About you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and again, I probably looked like a deer in the headlights because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> uh, and see, this is what's beautiful about you. And this is why I invited you to speak today on authentic yeah. living, because for the little bit of time that I've known you and I've grown to love who you are. That's what I see is an authentic young woman who's working hard to create a life for herself, doing something that she loves in physical therapy. Um, and you took an opportunity that was basically just there for you to try. You weren't afraid. You just stepped in. And when mm-hmm. we step in, that's when opportunities arrive. And you are yeah. a walking story about that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally changed my life for the better. And I've met so many amazing people through it. Awesome. That's so great. So what did you learn from being what you call a public figure? What I learned was people respond to authenticity better than anything. And when I went to schools and I spoke to kids, I never made myself seem above anyone. And that was something really important to me going into the whole process was just being true to myself and cracking a joke if I felt like it, obviously when it's appropriate, but <laughs> being being real with people and not being afraid to tell them the hard truths that I've been through in life and letting not only myself learn from those things, but letting others learn from it. I often, when I went to schools, I talked about life mistakes and things where I felt like I had failed but really, I was just being set up for something better. And I always spoke about those things to help others realize that it didn't matter if I was Miss North Dakota or I don't know, anything else. I was always me. And I always made that my most important message when I met with when I met with children, especially, because I feel like in life, we when we're kids, we really don't care what anyone thinks about us. And we get older and we start to have those norms that we have to attain. And when we get older, it, we, it, it almost hopefully goes back to that childhood self and reminding yourself that don't take yourself too seriously. Don't expect others to act a certain way and don't let others like you act a certain way. So just being true to yourself. Wow. You're so young. 
And it's taken me <laughs> this long to know just what you just said right now. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that you already are aware of the fact that we can be tainted by life um, and mm-hmm. by what others think of us. And it can change mm-hmm. us if we allow it. The key is just to stay true to yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. That was my greatest message I could have left with anyone, no matter their age or where they're from. Beautiful. I even asked her, everybody, I asked her when I first met her, is that the natural color of your hair? Because that's gorgeous. <laughs> and it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yep. And I always, I always, I'm sure I said this to you, I'm thankful for my mother because all I wanted to do when I was younger was dye my hair like everyone else. And she didn't let me. And I obviously had a fit at that time, but now I'm, I'm so grateful for it. I wouldn't change it. <laughs> it's you're just absolutely beautiful naturally. Oh, thank you. You are beautiful, Don. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> beauty does come from within. It's who we are. It's mm-hmm. how we treat others. It's the energy that we put out. It's our aura, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what I see from you is a beautiful aura. So um, I'm in, currently in physical therapy because I've got a neck issue happening, mm-hmm. and that's how I met you. Just really a few mm-hmm. ago. Um, yeah. I fell madly in love with you and then I found out that you were, <laughs> you were uh, Miss, you were Miss North Dakota. And mm-hmm. I've told you that I had had a little experience of that myself. I've been mm-hmm. way back in the olden days and, um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not that long ago, Don. Oh yes. Yes. Well, we'll just go with that. Okay. Um, but you know, there's, there's a difference between the two different pageants when there is, there's two different North Miss North Dakotas. There's the Miss North Dakota mm-hmm. USA and Miss North Dakota America. And you competed in Miss North Dakota America, which is the mm-hmm. talent show. It is, it is, you have to have a talent, you have to have mm-hmm. intelligence, you have to have mm-hmm. um, of course there's you wear an evening gown, you have to have poise, but confidence mm-hmm. is really the key in that pageant. It isn't all pageants, but the one that I competed in was the Miss USA. There was no talent. There was a costume. I mean, it was like, so Yeah. I, I feel like this pageant really uh, lends itself more to authenticity um, than mm-hmm. maybe the other does. It was just, that was mostly just about how a person looks. And um, yeah. And, and they've, they've come a long way. Both organizations have expanded more than we would ever, we could ever imagine. But I mean, traditionally, yeah, the Miss America organization is really focused on scholarship. And that's what drew me to it because it gave me the opportunity to basically get through debt, get through PT school debt-free. That's amazing. Congratulations Mm -hmm. on that one. Thank you. What, I I mean, that's a, that's a real high point is that you get scholarships and opportunities. Were there Mm -hmm. low points along the way too? And would you share those with us? Oh, absolutely. There were low points. I, so me, I, I was in PT school at the same time as being Miss North Dakota and not many people do that. And I learned very quickly why, because it is a huge undertaking to handle PT school. And it is a huge undertaking to handle the job Miss North Dakota, because they're both service jobs, both jobs that you're giving time and giving to people. And there's only so much a person can give before they need something in return. And obviously there are so many moments where I'd go to schools and my cup would be filled. But when you have to give your time constantly and you have to be on your A game constantly, it gets exhausting. And my off time 
was spent at school being tested and being overwhelmed by having to make sure that I was still passing because it didn't matter to them if I was Miss North Dakota or Freddie from the, the block. I had to pass those courses no matter what, because at the end of the day, my patients don't need me to be a good Miss North Dakota, although it is a great learning experience. They need me to be a good PT. So I had those two stressors going on at once. And there were many low points of just feeling overwhelmed more than anything and feeling like I wasn't doing enough here or I wasn't doing enough there and being spread very, very thin at times. Last year, when I was preparing to go to Miss America, I had to take my finals the day before I left. Oh, wow. And that itself was probably the greatest challenge of my whole year was having to, you know, put my brain towards one thing and completely flip the switch in less than 24 hours and go and present and be happy. And like, I've, I've had all this time to prepare when I really didn't have all that time. So those are the challenges I faced, but always having a good support system was, that was my outlet of happiness. That was whether it was talking to my mom or talking to my now fiance about all these things of like, I just need to relax. I need to take time for myself. And I learned, I learned that about three months into the job is because those first few months, it was go, 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 and never have time for me. And I learned pretty quickly that I needed to still make time for me. What my mom always called it when I was growing up was Sydney time. And I always say everyone needs their own Sydney time or their own dawn time to just breathe and take a second and relax. Because if you spread yourself too thin, you're not going to have anything left to give. That is bingo right there. I heard Mm -hmm. so much in what you just said. If I could just unpack that a little bit, um, just bear with Mm -hmm. me. Correct me if I'm wrong with anything. Mm -hmm. But um, I I heard you talking about really just changing identities almost. It's, it's, although Mm -hmm. you don't, you, I, I see you as Mm -hmm. not changing your identity, your hard work, um, your commitment to school and becoming a physical therapist and studying and being a good student was your main goal. That's why you went mm-hmm. into the pageant in the first place. And so you made that a priority. You did mm-hmm. the best you could, knowing that you had another thing to be doing immediately afterwards that is a completely different world. But is it? Mm-hmm. Because, but is it? Because they're looking at who you are in that pageant, not mm-hmm. just what you look like, not just your talent, but who you present as and who you are. And it must, it shows through when you mm-hmm. are, real, when you are authentically Sydney and you have your own passions, your own drive and your own life. And mm-hmm. I feel like that shows through. And I am not surprised that they chose you for Miss Who's Best, Miss North Dakota, and all the opportunities that have presented to you through being in the Miss America pageant. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. So when you when you're traveling as Miss North Dakota, tell us about some of the adventures that you went on, some of the opportunities that you had to tell the world about you and to teach others. Yes. So the job of Miss North Dakota is kind of broken into two different seasons, I like to call it. The first one is preparing for Miss America and doing doing all that competing. And the other half is a school tour where you get to go 
across the state and speak to students of all ages. And so during that first season of being Miss North Dakota, I got to travel to Dallas, Texas. I got to go to um, New York City. I got to go to Connecticut. And all of those places, I got to meet up with the other girls from all over the country, which that is by far my favorite thing to say is I have a best friend in every state. I mean, really, it, and it's it's hard to believe that you can get along with that many people, but you really can. And you can have, you just kind of, I call it trauma bonding. <laughs> <laughs> because when you go through something like that, there's good trauma and bad trauma, I like to say. And that was one of those good and bad traumas because you're all challenged, but you all take something away with it. And so that part of being Miss North Dakota was so cool because I got to see different parts of, of America and I got to experience what it felt like to kind of be you know, having paparazzi and walking around New York City with security guards. I never expected to do that, but it was so interesting and so just life-changing with the people you got to meet. Then the other half of being Miss North Dakota, which some see as less glamorous, was going around across the state into schools. And that was honestly my favorite part because I got to go into schools and I got to talk to young students. I got to talk to teenagers, elementary kids, about what it meant to be total body health. And we haven't talked about this that much of my platform and what I did, but I told students about how to take care of themselves because when I was their age, I didn't. And I, I had to learn the hard way and go through trial and error and different fads. And I found the ways that worked best for me and got to kind of give, bestow that knowledge onto different generations and tell them it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fall off the rails once or twice, but it's about getting back up. So you have a movement. I love that you're mm -hmm. a movement. It's called the one body movement. Can you mm -hmm. tell us about that? I just give it to us in a nutshell. Yep. So I came up with that name one random Sunday night when I was turning in paperwork, mm -hmm. right when it was due. Of course, that's my MO. I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. I'll admit it. And I, yep, and I uh, made up this name called the One Body Movement, and it's all about holistic health and including mind, body, spirit, because all have a factor in how we take care of ourselves. And I really learned that once I was in PT school and how our mood can affect our muscles and what we eat can affect our mood and all these sorts of things have a connection to our body, whether we like it or not. And I shared that with students and I shared that with on national stage on, we can't just look at what's on the outside. We have to take care of ourselves from the inside out. Beautiful. I'm a big believer in that. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. a big believer in physical therapy. I, I know that it works. Um, I know that it doesn't mm -hmm. take much sometimes just focusing on one area to correct a problem. But first, we have to have mm -hmm. that awareness and have professionals like you to show us what it would take to help correct issues. But I also know that, like you said, it goes, it can go deeper into our psyche. It can go into how we feel about ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, it can go into how, you know, what we allow into our life, because that, mm -hmm. that affects the way we feel. And the mm -hmm. way we feel creates issues in our body. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yep. And I always talked about like what what it matters not what just what you eat, but it matters what you feed your mind, what you feed your soul, 
what you surround yourself with, because that correlates to everything we feel. Yeah. And who you, who you put yourself around as well. Other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you on that one. Okay. So tell us more about this experience of traveling around as beautiful Miss mm-hmm. North Dakota, America. And as a, as a PT student, so we know how PT sort of created you as Miss North Dakota, but how did physical therapy affect you as, um, affect, affect your message as Miss North Dakota? What did you learn from that? Yeah. So I was able to basically take things that I had learned in the classroom and use it, to use it in whatever regard I needed to, to explain a message or explain what I was trying to portray to an audience, telling them, you know, like, yes, the mind, muscle, body, it all connects. So being able to take those PT lessons, those classes and what, you know, putting it in layman's terms for people. Dawn always knows when I get to put things in layman's terms for her, but just being able to truly connect with people. That has been my greatest win from being Miss North Dakota and putting it towards PT is because I know that when I walk into a room or I meet a patient or I'm just seeing someone on the side of the street, I'm going to treat them like a human first. And I'm going to connect with them on more than just, oh, your arm hurts. Here are some exercises. I'm going to learn about them and know what their story is. Because the more you learn about someone, the more you can understand them and maybe why this has happened or what else could be the cause of it. Because there's so much more to an injury than just the injury. Mm. Yeah, you want to treat that, but you also have to, what we always say in PT school is you treat the patient, not the problem. Because there's so much more that's involved than we realize. And yeah, all that traveling, all that, all that time by myself taught me how, how to do those things, how to connect, how to really not just have those surface level conversations and just truly get to know people for who they are. Yeah. And I would say that traveling has been beneficial mm-hmm. for that as well, because there's different cultures mm-hmm. growing up in North Dakota, as you did. I know that there is a certain, there's a culture in that area, even in the, the smaller, mm-hmm. even in every single town in North Dakota, there's a culture within every small city, every small town. And, oh, absolutely. and to be able to um, sort of be able to relate to people from all over the country, I'm sure was beneficial because I know you're, mm-hmm. You're doing an internship here uh, in Gilbert, Arizona right now. So, and you're going back to Minneapolis soon, aren't you? I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm only here for about nine weeks, but just those few weeks, I've been able to meet people from all over the country and some other, co- and other countries, because a lot of people come to this area and just having that experience, that opportunity to learn more and brought in my own cultural horizons is so beneficial. It's beautiful. Well, I, for one, am proud to know you, Miss Sydney Cass from North Dakota and Miss North Dakota from last year. I'm really, really proud of everything that you've done, if that's all right with you. And um, really honored to have you here on Authentic Living today with Don Janice. Yeah. Thank you so much, John. You're welcome. All right, everybody. Um, There will be posts below with some of Sydney's information 
and some of the causes that she's interested in supporting. So make sure you check it out and we'll see you next time on Authentic Living. Mm -hmm.